Good morning, friend. Thank you so much for joining us on this beautiful morning. My name is Pastor Gerald, and you are listening to Grace Waves, brought to you by Greater Grace Church in South Africa. Our friend, this morning, I just want to share with you a beautiful message about the intimacy of Jesus Christ that He wants to have with each one of us. And He wants to know you personally. Well, He knows you personally. But He wants you to draw near unto Him and to know that He is intimate, that He is a God that is close by, a God that loves and cares about you in every detail of your life. And really it is for us to draw near unto Him and to get to know Him more and to grow in our fellowship and our relationship with Him, to walk before Him as He knows us and loves us deeply. So, friend, enjoy this message. It's a message that was preached in 1995 by Pastor Carl Stevens. And please listen carefully and do enjoy the message. And, friend, as always, may you have a wonderful day. And may God bless you. Out of God, enter into abandonment to Jesus Christ. Abandonment. Well, we learn to abandon the things that are temporal and that keep us back from following Christ intimately and closely. Abandonment is a stronger word than commitment. When you think of a child that has been abandoned, this is not really what the word means as we relate to the synonyms of abandonment in the New Testament. But we do understand abandonment in its bare meaning and its real meaning. But as far as the Lord goes, abandonment means in simplicity what Peter did when he recognized the Lord's voice on the shore in John 21. And he went in and swam and beat the others to the shore. And he abandoned the ship abandoned his clothes and went to Jesus. And that's what abandonment means. You abandon anything that would impede us from coming to Jesus Christ. The only thing that it's going to save the trends of a city and the trends of a liberal country is abandonment. Abandonment, abandonment. And Christianity in most nations today, in most countries today, never comes to the place of abandonment. Our young people are not taught abandonment because we think they can't take it. And we don't know how to address it properly or approach it in the proper way many times. So we have many of our young people that have done that. They're right in this room now. They've done that. Thank God for them. But we have many that do not understand abandonment. First of all, the reason that I think that this is so important is because of the intimacy 
of the divine, the intimacy of the eternal, and the intimacy of the Lord with his individual creation. Now, listen to this verse. You number and record my thoughts. You put my tears into your bottle and you write them in your book. Are they not in your book? Here is the intimacy of the Lord. He said, you number and record my reflections of thinking. Number two, you put my tears in your bottle. And number three, you put them and write them in a book. Can you picture in your heart when you get to heaven and times of sorrow and times of heartache and times of grief that you may have gone through, can you picture that the Lord loved you enough to put those tears in a bottle? and to write the tears and put them in a book. What would be wrong with abandonment to that kind of intimacy? Numbering each tear. <clears throat> Men may see our tears and call us emotional. Others may see our tears and call it subjectivity. Some could see our tears and say we're always afflicting ourselves with tears. But Jesus sees the tears <clears throat> and puts them in a, in, a, in a bottle. Puts them in a book. The number of them. You wouldn't even know the number of the tears you shed when you cried, but he does. <clears throat> the intimacy of compassion or maybe the intimacy of empathy. Empathy. God filled with empathy. Job 31 verse 4 Does not God see my ways and count all my steps. Does not God see my ways and count all my steps? When I think of that in the spirit, it overwhelms me. It really overwhelms me. When I think of my creaturehood, my human depravity, where I came from. When I think of my family tree, when I think of how I've thought of myself as being insignificant, and I mean in 
I don't mean I'm being negative about Christ, but I mean in light of creation and in light of the, the beast was so strong. And when I think of us as the creature, not only would he die for me and shed his blood for you and me, but put every tear in a bottle, write them in a book, and then on top of that, count all your steps. The word count goes beyond the word that, it, that would mean numerical. It includes the numerical, but it, it means that he weighs the meaning of your step, the, what's behind your step, what you're going through in the step that you take. So you see, the word there isn't just the accountant word which puts to somebody's account or writes down an account. So the Lord Jesus Christ knows our ways and counts all of our steps. With this, I would say the intimacy of concern. With the tears is the intimacy of empathy. This is the intimacy of concern. Can't I abandon in the godly sense, in a scriptural sense, can't I abandon everything to meet the intimacy of empathy and the intimacy of his concern? Then in Matthew 10.30, even the hairs of your head are all numbered. And the thing that touches me there is, in a very unique way, is the way it's worded. It says, even, the original says, even the hairs of your head are all numbered. Do you understand what that means? Do you understand it means that he numbers every single one of them? Why? Why? To show you intimacy toward your mind. Intimacy toward your attitude. Intimacy toward that that grows out of your head and with your brain underneath and, and the scalp. Jesus Christ trying to show intimacy through his words. To go to that extent, to go to that degree on every single individual in the universe, to, to take that kind of care toward the creature. Well, tonight I'll be going into the true meaning of the eggs, and then I'm going to bring it into identity, identification, and transactional analysis. All three. Identity, it'll be very fresh. 
what identification means in a much deeper sense than the normal meaning and transactional analysis. But I want you to see here is the Lord Jesus Christ is trying to say, yes, there's a whole universe of people out there, but if I could just get you to see that with me it's always the intimacy of the individual. Always. That's why it was the woman at the well. Nicodemus. The blind man. The man that had been unable to walk 38 years. The woman with the issue of blood. Mary that had the eight demons. You see, in the midst of being a creator of the multitudes, in the midst of being the redeemer of the whole world in terms of dying only for their sins, but in the midst of all of that, he always dealt with the individual on the basis of intimacy. So I'm going to have to go now, so I'll just close and give this over to you two guys. Oh Lord, you have searched me thoroughly. You've known me. You know my downsetting and my uprising. You understand my thought afar off. You sift and search out my path, my lying down. You're acquainted with all my ways. I like this verse. For there is not a word in my tongue still unuttered. But behold, O Lord, you know it all together. The silliness of self-denial the silliness of self-imposed misery, the silliness of covering things with a false covering. Because of the intimacy of the Lord Jesus, you know altogether the words that I've never uttered. See? You have beset me, you've shut me in behind and before, you've laid your hand upon me, then he says, your infinite knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high above me. I cannot reach it. Where could I go from your spirit or where could I flee from your presence? And the sad part of it is, those that do not understand intimacy, empathy, concern, the intimacy of revealing things to us, they seem to think experientially that they can flee from God's presence. Or at least that's the indication, expression from their heart. But they can't. If I ascend into heaven, you're there. If I make my bed in Sheol, the place of the dead, you're there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand leads me. Then your right hand shall hold me. 
hold me. And of course, right hand significantly means finished work. Your finished work holds me. He leads us because it's finished once we're his. Darkness. Surely the darkness shall cover me and the night shall be the only light about me. Even darkness hides nothing from you. But the night shines as the day and the darkness and the light are both alike. And you know my inward part because you saw me in my mother's womb and you saw me before I made you in the dust of the earth. To see you before you were ever made and conceived in the dust of the earth, your features, your DNA, there's surely nothing to be concerned about his intimacy. So I, I'm late, so I have to go for this, but think of this. If we can respond to the intimacy of empathy, that's the tears, knowing the tears, to the intimacy of concern, the steps, to the intimacy of the mind, the hair and the head, to the intimacy of covering our lives by knowing unuttered words intimately and afar off. We would sure know what it is like in Genesis 17:1. When God said to Abraham after 13 years of silence, you walk before me. It's the first time he ever used El Shaddai. First time ever. And we know what it means for my teaching here. It means God Almighty. So he said, you Abraham... Thirteen years of silence, you walk before me, the Lord God Almighty. I'll shadow it. Everything will be all right. Father, bless these thoughts in Christ's name. Amen.